At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. Oh wait, I have a question. Did, uh, did either one of you watch Blackish? Yeah. Wait, recently you mean? Well, just recently, in general, no, but in general, yeah. Because I'm like, because because Marseille yeah. came from Blackish, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and she's one of my favorite characters on there. Her and Junior. Like I feel like Junior low key yeah. is like mad funny, but gets no respect. Yeah, he is really funny. Yeah, yeah he's so. He, they're, and they're writing way more for him now. Yeah. Um, than they were before. Mm-hmm. Same with same with Diane too, though. Like Diane, yeah, it's so funny because there was one season where her and the other twin brother were like the same same height. size, same height. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden she just got real tall <laughs> and like real adult, like real quick. Yeah, that's that puberty. It'll hit you. I was like, whoo, man! Like she's so much bigger than him, and it's so funny because every time her and Dion Cole interact, mm-hmm. like they still have never addressed why they don't like each other. I just love that this grown man. I love that this grown man is terrified of like. Well, I guess she's like twelve on the show now. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but there and there and now everyone else is, is starting to be afraid of her too, which is funny. Like they'll yeah, be true. like, yeah, you know, like this weird feeling that like they have a demon child or something. Like oh, yeah. it's like it is maybe that, but it also is maybe something else. Yeah, that's the like such a beauty of working on a show where you can write for the actors as the characters. After a yeah. while, it's like yeah. she made that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she could have easily been written off. Yeah, it, it, it's so funny because, yeah, because, like, you even have a show about so many kids. It's like, ah, well, whatever. Right. But little do they know, you know, they can do whatever they want. Right. Wow. You hear, wow, you, hear, you hear what I just said? I said, I said little do you know. It, it was a good uh, seg- segue. You see that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Gerard, usually there's not a full sentence after. <laughs> well, Why did you say a full You said because, little and then a full because, sentence. Because this is my thing. What John does it doesn't make sense to me. It's like the word, like when you use it in a sentence, it like it works. It's like little did you know. See what I'm the saying? The beginning uh-huh. of the sentence. Yeah, but it's there. It's like little did you. What well, I'm gonna say? Oh, she could have been tall, but she was little. I mean, that's no, that's no, that's You're cheap. Right. You know what I mean? I, like little did you know, because now it flows and like it makes sense. You're right. You know what? I'm I'm back on board. I'm, I, Thank you. Thank you. It was that was a great transition. Thank you. I, listen, man, when John's not here, I have to try to upstage him at any point. You know what I mean? Just let, let him know. I know he's going to listen to this. I know he's going to listen to this. He's like, I would have said this. But you know what, John? You ain't here. So I said, little did you know, and it makes way more sense. Let's stop the let's show. Just stay, no, let's stay what? in the cold open forever. <laughs> let's stay in the cold open Oh, that's true. You know, what? you know what? You're right. You're right, James. We can do what we want. Fuck the rules. Hey, James, how's, how's life in L.A., man? Is it good? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, LA's good. You know, it's, it's warm. That's cool. You know, super Bloom is happening. That's cool. The Super Bloom. What's the Super Bloom? Are those the poppies? That poppy mountain? It rained a lot. Oh, never mind. Yeah, What's the, what are you talking about? The poppy milk? So there's yeah, a mountain. It rained a lot. Right. And then now there's po- and then there's there's poppies all over. There's everywhere. poppies everywhere. And then all the Instagram models go and take pictures in what that What the hell is mountain. a poppy? It's a type of, you know, Dorothy, when she falls asleep, 
in that poppy yeah, in the, field. And the Wicked Witch is like, poppy field. Poppy is well popular, that's there. Actually, I think <laughs> a lot of people are allergic to poppies. Really? It's so funny because as you guys started talking about um, the, Wiz- the Wizard of Oz, right? Uh-huh. I instantly started thinking of the Wiz, and I was like, nah, man, she was in New York and shit. <laughs> like, she wasn't in no field. That girl was in the Bronx. She was in Harlem. I also think poppies are a metaphor for, like, what, cocaine or something? I felt like I thought it was a drug. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But little did I know. (laughs) 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 Listen, it makes sense. I can't know what it says. It makes more sense. Emma, start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood, say that. I wish you were let up. Wait, what? <laughs> Was that a good one to do? No, no. <laughs> let, okay, listen, James, you can't make I us I wish look... you were let up. Okay, that... <laughs> okay, you know what? You're making us look Is weak. Is that a good one? You're making us look weak without John here. We got to start that again. Should I do gonna... a different one? No, okay, no, wait, I'll do a different one. Okay, I got you. We're going to start again. Hold on. Oh, wait, let's take a break. Okay, Hold on, let's take a break. Hold on. Welcome to Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood, say that. Uh, you can get it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, James. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's the one. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Should I do? Oh, we do. Let's do one more. I'm should I do sure. a totally different yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure that's the one. Okay, wait, wait. Okay. Okay, right, wait, hold start, on. Wait, I need, I need one second. Okay, okay. okay think of that I need, one. I need think a second. I don't. Hey. Those were the only ones I had. Okay, don't, don't worry. They, I mean, they had a couple songs in there. You know what I mean? We could be one of the songs. Yeah, they had. Okay, all right. Oh, you're right. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. I'm going down. I'm going down. You're in a row. Baby. My hope. Wait, did you stop? I was, how are you going to stop when I find it? It was too much. I couldn't, oh, I couldn't shoot. sustain it. I couldn't sustain Somewhere it. Somewhere right now, John's feeling very confident that he's thinking that we can't handle what's going on right now. No, I think I think I did three brand new lines from the movie each time, and you did. Little did they know we doing it. You right, you right. Because little did they know makes all of the sense in the world. All right, <laughs> you can't go back to it. You can't oh, try to do it. Man, what's up, y'all? I'm Gerard Milligan, and my name is James the Third. Okay, all right. That's James the Third. John the Braylock is not here. He's in D.C. doing family things. Yes, and this is black. You know, this is black men can't jump in Hollywood. I was getting movies and talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. I know you were getting there, but I thought we was tag teaming. You right? I love it. I love it. (laughs) Wait, and we have a guest here in the New York offices with myself. Yes, we do. Oh, oh, James. When I introduce your name, do you want to say the drums, or do you want me to do drums? Okay, yeah, I'll do the drums. Okay, 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 okay. Karen Zapova is in the building, y'all. Woo! <laughs> yeah. See, you know, James, thank you for doing the drums the very authentic way. That's the way I do it. Yeah. I don't trust them other people. I'm trying to drums. do it. So mm-hmm. not respect the drums. Yes. Like, you know, see, no, 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 Karen, no, no, we don't do it's those trill. drums. Why was that no, no. so good? No, yeah, yeah, we don't do, no, no, we don't, we don't, we don't do it. We're not doing a snare drum, okay? She didn't even think about it. She just. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, it's because I'm from the Bronx, it. you know, and you know, Cardi and all of that. We got that and the. I've been trying to practice that. I've been trying to practice. It's hard. They did a lot of that in this movie. They did, yeah, which is like, it's kind of a thing. It's like, it's it's now become a a thing. 
Karen is a comedian here in New York City, repping that BX. You know what I mean? Bronx. I, again, I've just been learning about the Bronx. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought it was so far away. On. It is because it seems far. But also. Yeah, what? It is, isn't it? What <laughs> is my thing? What is my thing, though? Honestly, being in the Heights, which isn't as far as the Bronx, I realized if you can go to Brooklyn, you can go to the motherfucking Bronx. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but Brooklyn is far. That's the thing is Brooklyn is far. Like, people need to stop acting like Brooklyn that's, is not far. It is. That's my point. Yeah. You'd be like, Brooklyn ain't far. I'm, I'm like, Park dog. Slope, shut up. Yes, that <laughs> shit ain't close. I'm to go to Park Slope today. Like, on a good day, it'll take me two hours to get there from the Bronx. Whew. Yeah. Two hours to get to, like, a Brooklyn. Park Slope. Like, Brooklyn. To, like, Atlantic Ave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I used and to live. I can't remember the area that I used to live in the Bronx, uh, but I lived in the Bronx for you lived in the Bronx six, six yeah six months to a year. I Wait, where'd that. you live? It was nice. I really like. I really liked where I was. I cannot now. It was what a train did you now. take? I, can, um, I took. I could take the five um, or the two or or the two. Yeah. What yeah, stop did you get two. off? Mm. And that's what I'm trying to remember because. That I was, I felt so like that would be my way in. Freeman, <laughs> Intervale, Simpson. How do you know so much about the Bronx if you ain't living? I mean, in in, in, uh, in Brooklyn, if you ain't living in Brooklyn. What are you talking about? Because he said, "What you said? You lived." He James? said he lived in the Bronx. Yeah, in the Bronx. Low key, I, whole time I was thinking he said he lived in Brooklyn. And I was like, "No, I never lived in Brooklyn. in Brooklyn." Off the two five, you probably lived in like around South Bronx, the hub area. That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was, the, it, was so, it was South Bronx. It wasn't. It wasn't too deep into the Bronx, mm-hmm. but. Um, 174 yeah, or 179th it, near like Yankee um, Stadium. All right, we could get into. That's, that's why yes. I'm near there. So, I'm near there. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not too far from. Like, there's one stop. If I get off at that stop on my way home, that's the Yankee Stadium stop. Okay, yeah, that's slowly being gentrified. But oh, I we won't talk about it. The Heights yesterday, and it is super gentrified. It was warm. It yeah. was jarring. I was like, oh yeah. shit! It'd be looking wild, crazy. I didn't know what was happening. I saw like some Dominican kids, but then like. They were on one block, but then there was a bunch of white kids going to get sushi. And I was like, I am utterly confused about what's happening right now. They have a Dominican sushi fusion restaurant in the Heights. I don't even know what that means. It's just basically means. like you get plantains the, wrapped up in your sushi. Yeah, that's not <laughs> pretty much. Here's, here's the thing: we're not we're not here to talk about uh, the Bronx. Right. We're here to talk oh. about <laughs> yo, yo. First off, okay, if Little, all right, took place in New York, it would have been in the Bronx. Isn't okay, it, wait, that's, I, I don't disagree set, with that. <laughs> it's set in New York. Is it? No, it's Atlanta. Like it's a Will Packer okay. movie. All these Will Packer. This is the one. Okay. All right. So because for everyone. Somebody in there says, "Oh, we I had an art show in Harlem." He, do, he did, but I think he's like, "Oh, I'm 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 out here. I'm traveling." And okay, shit. And that was yeah, the point. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. I think he's like, "I'm jet culture. setting." I'm out here. Okay, I see. Yo, so but we're real reviewing quick, just the, the movie. description of the movie. I was right? doing it, James. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in the same room, so we can't be like, oh, are you about to, like, we can't do the eye contact. <laughs> so we gotta. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, all right. So, I mean, basically, Little's about uh, a uh, high powered um, mar- marketing ad e- executive and um, who uh, is like, is uh, very like aggressive and, uh, and, and bullish and, uh, and, Essentially, she is turned little by a kid that she bullies, <laughs> and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then hilarity ensues. That's it, right? I mean, there's not. <laughs> yes, uh, Issa Rae plays the assistant who uh, wishes she had more attention and now and more and more power. And now that her boss is little, she's able to um, exercise some of that. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, and, and just a little backstory. I think people probably know, but this is um, uh, Marseille. Is how you say it? Marseille. Marseille yeah. Marseille. Um, apparently, this was the idea. I think her and her mother had when they were like on hiatus or something, and she was watching Big. Hmm. And I guess they had the idea of like, oh, what if it was like in reverse? And they took it to Kenya Barris, who is uh, the EP creator of Blackish and has all the pull in Hollywood right now. And apparently, like, he reached out to Will Packer and like got this shit done. You know what I mean? And uh, now here we are. The movie came in number two. Um, it beat out Hellboy, which is kind of a big deal. Even though Hellboy got bad reviews, it's like it beat out a superhero movie. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. And Hellboy is not rated R. Is rated R. It is. It is rated rated R. But the thing is, like Hellboy was like such a, it is such a fanboy thing where it should be number one. But I think the reviews. Yeah, are so I mean, bad. I, I didn't see it this weekend, and that should have been a movie I would have gone to see, and I didn't. Yeah. I saw little though. She Marseille is Marseille Martin is the youngest EP in Hollywood. Yeah. That's Look amazing. That. Look at that. That makes me really sad about my career. No, but also, yeah, it, it, no, but it got to be really exciting because, like, Lily, I don't it know is. It, like, this little black girl became like the. Who saw that coming? Shit. Like, I mean, she's definitely out here repping for all the little black girls. You 100%. know what I mean? That's why I'm sure. not surprised that it did so well because, like, there's people, you know, there's yeah. this movie is for a larger group, yeah. like mothers, daughters, aunties, sisters, True. like everyone's going to come out and watch this movie and rep for a little black girl, you know, mm. like I was shocked. Mm-hmm. It was very hard um, to get tickets to see like Friday. I tried to yeah. get tickets and I went to the I, I tried to go to the Epic, the AMCs, the Regals, and they all were pretty much sold out until like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, damn. Yeah, was, same. And it. It surprised me too. Like I don't know why I was like, yeah, like I should be able to get um, tickets, uh, but it was like, yeah, this when when I got seats, they were like all the way off to the side. Like there were no, I couldn't pick where, and it was like, oh wow, this movie's doing really well. Yeah, I'm excited. So initial thoughts, Karen. What were your initial thoughts about Little? I was just here for it. Okay. Like, honestly, I don't know if anyone sees Regina Hall's character mm-hmm. as like a villain at the beginning, mm-hmm. but I was like, I can relate to this <laughs> character right now. Mm-hmm. Because as a black woman in like different parts of even whatever, even in like institutions or even in like the office, you're constantly having to play nice. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be an angry, angry black woman, right? Yep, yep. I was so here for her being angry and telling <laughs> telling. <laughs> these motherfuckers to get get <laughs> the fuck going get my shit where's my coffee where's my bag i was here for all I of dig it. it i dig it i was like yes please i don't know i was i'm happy though because i like i i i did not know what to expect i knew like i liked isa diane I need to stop calling her diane um marseille, <laughs> marseille was my favorite like she's one of my favorites on blackish yeah she was so mean to people on that show and i'm like it's great. It's just the right to be mean as a black woman. Like, oh, I never thought about that. why don't we get that? Why I want to be mean all the time and still be respected. Why can't I have that? Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I dig that. I dig that. I dig that. The right to be mean. But you know, at the end, she ended up very happy and nice. Yeah. Know? No, I, I I fucks with that too. I guess. <laughs> It was sweet to see, but it's very Hollywood, you know, like it has to there has to be that kind of like change in the character. Yeah. I get it. Um, she didn't lose her swag, though, you know. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. That and associates was real small. Yo. <laughs> also, the fact that was a mighty small and associates. <laughs> oh, and the fact that she had 
And then she had that bullhorn at the end. I'm like, yo, my man, you are, lady, you so disrespectful to this. <laughs> I thought, oh, James, do you want to do yours or you want me to go? No, after you. Uh, I actually went into this, and I again, man, I talk about this all the time. I think Hollywood has made me so bougie that when I see certain movies, I instantly am like, ah, am mm-hmm. I going to like this? Mm-hmm. But I do love Regina Hall. Mm-hmm. Again, Marcy is one of my favorite characters in Issa Rae. Is Issa Rae. Uh, when I saw it, man, I was so delighted by this movie. One, and you know what it is? I think it was a lot because of Regina, because I feel like Regina yeah. Hall is super funny, but she rarely gets to be the funny one. Yeah. It's like, in Girl's Trip, which is a comedy, I don't think you would come out of that movie being like, oh, uh, uh, Issa, I mean, I'm not Issa, uh, Regina, um, Jada, or Queen Latifah had the funny moments. Like, that yeah. was literally just like, you know, a Tiffany Haddish thing. Whereas in this movie, off break, she was in it much longer than I thought she was going to be in it. Yeah. And she was funny. Like, her shade was great. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, there was one point, I remember very early in the movie, and yeah, spoilers, very early on when she's coming out of her, her her apartment building and she goes and cuts in front of everybody to get coffee, but she turns around and just lean Like, she's waiting for the coffee to get made, but then she turns around and just leans on the, uh, the register or whatever and just looks at everybody in just this shady-ass way that I'm like... Ooh, this is when you make a black woman mad. It was mm-hmm. like so little things like, ooh. <laughs> I, I've seen that face. It's like, um, what you doing? Say it's like the say something face. It's like, yeah. I dare you. Say something. Like she has so many fun moments, man. I thought it was like great. And then also, it's something I think that is very Kenya Bears, which I like it had a very blackish aesthetic where it's like everyone was wealthy, but it made sense. Uh, and also the fashion was very now. It was mm-hmm. like for some reason, if you watch Blackish or Grownish, they are wearing Yeezys. They are mm-hmm. wearing Jordans, which is something I feel like you rarely see. At one point in the movie, she was trying to like dress up the kids and she started giving them off white like tennis shoes. I'm like, y'all just go on. You just you just got it like that. We were like, oh yo, hey, hey kid, take these off white shoes. And they had the tag still on it too, so you knew what brand it was. Yeah. I was like, man, you know what? It was something so cool and so black about it but in a very like uh i don't know man like someone called blackish the huxables to me recently i was like i guess they are because like one's a, one's a doctor the other one's like very wealthy in marketing and watching this movie i'm like oh man this little black girl had a crazy fro the kids made fun of the fro and she did not change the fro throughout the rest of the movie yeah. she's like i'm gonna like i'm gonna do one quick design but she's like fuck that and like i'm gonna stunt her exact line is i'm gonna stunt on those kids and yeah, i was like yeah, you know yeah. what? i was here for it <laughs> It was great the way they they addressed it too. They do have that one scene where Issa's like trying to do her hair and she just can't. And yeah. they're like, cool. Because <laughs> to me, like that's something so cool about it. Because again, like I, I wish I was home because my little cousin is thirteen as well and has one of those froze. And I, I think I brought her up before. Like I remember I took her to go see uh, uh, Annie, and even at that time I think she might have been. She's thirteen now. She might have been like nine maybe. And she kept calling it Black Annie. Because she knew that Annie looked different than right, yeah. her and her friends. I took her and her friends, and they kept calling it Black Annie. And like they knew this Annie was different for a reason. And mm-hmm. I was like, I couldn't tell if it was good or bad. But if I was like, if I had a chance to take her to see this movie, that girl's the same age, got that same crazy-ass fro she got, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And the girl wasn't uh, uh, Instagram-y. Like, even though they did that Instagram right, thing, yeah. but it was like... It was more like, I don't know where I fit in this thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still kind of geeky, but not. And I'm like, ah, man, I love seeing that. Like, that was very, very cool. I kept thinking about, ah, I wish I could have took Drea to see this. Um, but yeah, I, I was, I, I as well was here for it. You know what I mean? James? Uh, yeah, I mean, this movie is so 
funny. It, it is better than big by a long shot. And like, I, it, I find, I, and I think it's because it, I think it's because of the, um, like the journey. I think the journey from adult to kid is uh, de- you definitely gain more mm-hmm. than than the journey from uh, from kid to adult. Um, uh, so I thought all of that was great. Um, Issa's super funny in it. Marseille's super funny in it. And I and Tone Bell was cracking me up. Why did every line he say was so funny? Like it felt, um, like, it felt like he improvised a lot. It felt like because all of his lines that were funny were just like throwaway lines, like. I heard that before. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> it, shit. like it did, and and to the and to the credit of like the movie, they had a lot of moments like that that mm-hmm. felt like that felt like oh, like this could have potentially been an ad lib or whatever, but they but not in the way that you know like sometimes you watch these movies and you're like, why is the improv so bad in this or like why why are these lines so like why are these wild lines or why is this you know like where it's like oh they're trying to spruce up the movie after the fact this was just felt this movie felt very well made um uh, and yeah like like the the i saw it in a uh uh like i said a big sold out house and it was great to to hear like like the pockets, because I I imagine that the audience I only because of the way in which certain jokes would hit. Mm-hmm. I imagine that it was a diverse crowd because I couldn't I couldn't see everybody mm-hmm. in, the, in the theater. You can't I, see in the dark. dark. <laughs> um, uh, it was it was dark, so I couldn't see everybody. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it was nice to to hear like the pockets, like where like oh this this hit this group of people, oh this hit this group of people, oh this hit mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, it was it uh, was was really great. Like, I I can't wait to get into the um, particulars. But oh, and Mikey Day, Mikey, oh my Mikey god, was so funny in this. <laughs> he was so funny in this. He had like four scenes. They were all so uh, so funny. Okay, all right. No, uh, this this is great. Uh, uh, it's interesting again because you know this is a Will Packer film. Um, he does a lot of movies. He he again to me is like the 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 anti Tyler Perry. He's like the one black producer who does all his films in Atlanta, kind of like Tyler Perry does, but they're like different. If that makes sense, they're like not Medea. Uh, so it was cool to like see his name. No, but it was cool to see his name on it because we didn't even need to. We didn't need to start this with shitting on Tyler. <laughs> I will always find a way to drag we Tyler. We didn't Bird. need to do that. I will <laughs> always just... find a way to talk. Ty- you're right though. You're right. Though. I don't need to big up one person by tearing down another one. Even though we're talking about Tyler Perry and Medea, and you know what, James, you're right. I don't, you need to let Tyler Perry go, James. Stop making fun of Tyler Perry, James. That man is trying to do Me? what he what? can do. <laughs> Why are you telling me? He's trying to do what he needs. You know, let's just start. Cause I feel like you're gonna go on this Tyler Perry thing, which isn't necessary, James. All right. He's a good dude. All right. No. Okay, all right. But this movie starts. This movie starts uh uh with gotta stop saying Diane. How you say it? Marseille. Marseille. Cause I always call people by their characters, but I want to put some respect yeah. on her name at least. Put some respect on this young I'm trying EP. to put some respect on this black girl right here because she got that black girl magic going. Uh Marseille starts with her. Back in high school, middle school, sorry, middle school at the mm-hmm. first off, I love that she was at the talent show. And her talent was science-based. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like, yo, I'm like, everybody out here dancing this shit, but you know what? I'm gonna show y'all this science thing real quick. Also, also, I just kept thinking, like, when you see her at the talent show, she's about to do this kind of like it's almost like a cartoon, like the anvil thing that always is this physics? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure, right? It, it, I think the physics... Do, no, but I think the physics does line up. The only thing I laughed about is that she had blocks. 
like like that like was boxes. a bit of a setup. Yeah, like the boxes are stacked behind her. I was like, yeah. girl, you knew you were about to fall back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and then the thing, this thing that was so cool is it sets up why it sets up why she was bad. And I do believe this though. I do believe how people act in their adulthood is based on middle school. I think oh, middle of school course. is way more. Uh, it can be way more damaging than mm-hmm. high school to me because middle school treats yeah. how you treat everything else. You know what I mean? I, I have maybe said this on the podcast already, but if not, it's a thing that I return to a lot. There was, if, if anybody remembers the Nick News, <laughs> the Nick News uh, show that was on Nickelodeon. Yes. Yeah. They did like a, they did like a special where they interviewed a bunch of famous people and they were like just talking about middle school. And I remember I don't even think I saw that special because Nick News was boring. Like, why? I'm not watching Nick News. Um, but but the, in the commercial, there, uh, Mike Myers was talking about just, he, he would just say, like, how it's really the worst time of your life. Like, he, yeah. like he said something like that. And that has been, I, I was not in middle school at the time, so I knew going into middle school that this shit was about to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And, and I have, and I left it thinking forever, like, "Yep, and that was the worst time of my life." Like, <laughs> Wait, do y'all, do y'all have do y'all have an embarrassing middle school story? Like, I, I have I have something that was damn near traumatizing in middle school. I have a lot of traumatizing stories, like, and I'm from the Bronx, so. Oof. Kids are ruthless. Teachers are also equally as ruthless. Well, wait a minute. Oh man, I, I was getting picked on by teachers. Too. Are you serious? Yeah, this <laughs> is the Bronx. Hello, it's the real world. Yeah, that's tough. You got picked on by. I remember. I, I remember my best friend also like in this movie. He started as well, but he was cooler because he was like, I mean, we were in middle school. This dude might have been six foot and like mm-hmm. six seventh grade, and his sister went to the school, but she was older, so like she had all the crew friends. And I remember. Like this is when people are like learning about sexuality a little bit, and I remember, I remember, uh, uh, how did it happen? I I got pantsed in front of the class, but it was one of those days where like you know oh, you know wow. it was like but it was one of those days where like I I didn't know that they were like cooler underwear people wore you know what I'm saying like I that's just not a thing that I knew you know what I mean so I had mm-hmm. like I had, I don't even know what kind of underwear they were yo but they weren't like <laughs> tidy whities but they weren't boxers they had like they're almost like an old person's running short you know what I'm saying so they were like so they were like. <laughs> So they weren't. They, so weren't, they weren't. You weren't wearing underwear. I was. I was. You were, you were I wearing. Was, I was. But they weren't cool. You know what I mean. And the thing is, I thought they were very adult-like. So when it happened and people started laughing, I was like, "What? I don't get it." So I was like, "I thought <laughs> no. the slits on this. I thought it was like a little running pants." You know what I mean? Yo, when I say that thing traumatized me for like two years straight. Oh boy. Because Vic knew. It's crazy, Vic too, because it's, like, it's making you think about stuff that, like, should it matter? Like, uh, am I wearing the wrong underwear? Uh, and it's like, no one's going to, in middle school, no one's going to see it. Like, that was a unique experience, right? Man. But then yeah. from then on, you're like, well, I got to make sure I wear this for, for the next time. When they pull up my pants, yep. I'm, you know, yep. like, middle school what was a horrible rough. thing. It was rough, man. I remember yeah. I, I, I was in sixth grade. I remember I was, like, supposedly dating someone in seventh grade. But I had the desk, like my homeroom, my desk was like close to the chalkboard. I remember I got broken up with on the chalkboard. So I went back to my desk. <laughs> I came back and looked at the no. chalkboard. It was a message. And the thing is, it was only for me because I'm the only motherfucker who sits there, right? So mm-hmm. I come back and it was like, <laughs> it was like, this is over. And then she signed her name at the bottom, oh, like damn. in the chalk. And I was like, middle school is rough, man. Middle school Why is rough. Why you do it in the chalk, though? Because it was like, instead of sending a note, it was also a thing where I was like, you could have sent a note. But there was a chance that other people was going to see this too. So it was like, because I think my man saw it first. 
She was just like, let me let everybody yeah, know. Everybody needs to know. You know what I'm saying? Guys. She's like, before the internet. Yeah, before, before, before I could drag you on social media, MySpace. I'm going to drag you in school. In you the classroom. Now, I had one of those experiences of, well, actually, I don't even know. We're probably still going out right now. Because <laughs> you didn't officially break up yet? We never officially broke up. But I was dating this guy, <clears throat> Francisco Perez. Oh, you always remember the names? <laughs> you always remember first mm-hmm. and last name. Mm-hmm. I can't remember anybody's last name now. Man. But he, so a friend of mine or a mutual friend of ours was like, oh, you like him? He likes you. Let's get you guys together, whatever. Uh, yeah, so he yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. she was like, all right, you guys are going out now. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. how it works. That's right. how it works. That's how it works. Yeah, so we had see. a, we had a, uh, uh, a three-way phone conversation. That's and how it works. I come to find out that they were actually dating before that. Oh. And so the whole conversation was just them, um, arguing with each other. And you were just on the phone? Yeah, it was the most awkward experience ever. Because <laughs> I'm on the phone listening to them argue. They obviously still want to be together. Oh, no. So I, I was, I was okay, was I'm going to go. She was testing them. She I was like, up. She was like, I want to see, oh, you like him? Let me see if he dates you then. You know what I'm saying? Well, he did. And uh, four years later, he was like, remember when we used to go out? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. God. You mean that one phone conversation we have during the entire time we went out? That's so sad. Yeah, but that was going out, though. You it, know was. I mean? it was. It like, was. That was going out. He was Y'all my first boyfriend. Wait, you sent a note? Hey, yeah, where you going to sit in the lunchroom? No. I didn't have a lunchroom in my middle school, though. It was so small. Oh, you didn't? It was small. I went to a small, small school. We had lunch in our homerooms. So, oh, like, wow. So we, we had recess, though. So you got to see people at recess, but you didn't get to, like, we didn't have, yeah, we didn't have a, um, a lunchroom. What about you, James? Yeah. What you hiding I mean, over there? I'm trying. To, there's a lot of stuff, and I was listening to. He's like, let me so go through much my, stuff. My archives. <laughs> He's like, I've written it all down. Which it's one like, do I want to? Do shift? we want to talk about any of this? There, um, I want to hear uh, it. This isn't a fun story, but there was, uh, you know, like for your birthday, like, like for for your birthday. Did anybody ever do this? You get you get a certain number of hit. You get a certain number of hits because it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's your yeah, birthday. Yeah. So birthday hits. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there was this one time a guy just like kept doing math <laughs> because it was like, oh, you're this old. But then he just kept doing like lo- he was doing like long division and multiplication to like add more hits. And I swear to you, by the end of it, I was I was on the ground in a pool of my spit. It was like he pummeled me so much, and it was like cat. It was in class. It was casual. Like we were, everybody was in class. The teachers did nothing. Yo, I'm in the back, oh, no. back of the class. Getting, I was just a punching bag. Okay, that's one. Y'all want to? Y'all want to hear some more? Oh shit! We can stop. We don't have. Oh one no! More, I kind of want to hear. One. We have not talked about this movie for real, but I kind of want to hear one more though. Okay, I'm, all right. No, like, <laughs> if, if, if if it if it comes up throughout, I'll, I'll find a okay. to okay. just interject a couple more. Okay, okay. So we hear we had a flashback. She 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 does the math thing. She does it. It works. Um, she, she's then, sitting there like a champion and some evil little white girl. Behind Tense. every strong black yeah. woman is a white woman trying to just, tear her just, down. This latest white girl just takes the little thing. What like what was that? Like a um, I always I always call it like a it would look like a little play wrecking ball. Is what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Throws it, hits this little black girl, and she flies into a bunch of boxes. And then the next scene is her with a neck brace and her arm in a sling. 
Like her arm is in a cast. I'm like, first off, what happened to that little girl? Did she go to prison? She became Avril Lavigne. Oh, happened. shit. <laughs> she had that haircut. <laughs> yo, it was like, but it's like, yo, first off, that would if this had been any other movie, like, I thought that person was going to come back and be like a bully to her, like in her adult life or something like that. She was reincarnated into the, into Rebecca. Into, oh, it's a little yeah. kid? Into yeah. the other little girl. Yeah, the other girl. Who? They were the same. The same They were thing? the same girl. They were the same. <laughs> they were the same? I don't want to be like, all white people. Go. No, yeah, no, they, they were they, the they, same. They, they pretty much, yeah. I almost thought at one they, point. No, they, I think they, I don't think they were pretty much the same. I think they were the same. The actress, uh, right? Actress? Yeah. <laughs> I thought so too at one point, oh, but I was okay. like, oh, this could be me being racist. I hope I'm not. I hope it wasn't the same actress. But what was very cool though, is that we get to uh, uh, her when she's an adult and Regina wakes up. Um, of course, we get like the asshole Regina, but I remember instantly noticing her uh, black series was it Homegirl? Is what the yes. thing was? Homegirl? Yeah, I was like, I loved Homegirl. Yeah, that's such a that's such a cool technology. Yeah, like home, I need a Homegirl. You know what I mean? We all need a Homegirl. Like legit, uh, uh, I was listening to Siri the other day, and you could change Siri's voices or whatever. And I was like, Man, I don't fuck with none of these voices. They had like the British dude. I was like, I'm about to listen to this British dude. Fuck that dude. Telling me which direction to go home to. Girl's, homegirl's hair was so like, what was the- finger waves? Yeah, finger waves, baby. <laughs> And she it was, spoke yeah, through yeah, the waves. Finger waves that lit up, that like would <laughs> light up when she spoke. She spoke through the waves, baby. She spoke through the waves. That's genius. Uh, that technology. was voiced by Tracy Ellis Ross. Yo, of course. Oh wow, course, I didn't know that. Of course, it was Mama Tracy. Also, what was just so dope, which I thought was very cool, is that when you saw um, Regina, so she's in charge of this company, but her hair was still like pinkish, purple. Mm-hmm. So like she was a boss, but still flexing on people. Like she wasn't yeah. like stiff. That's the thing I thought was cool. Is like normally in these movies, she would have been like a boss who yeah is an asshole, but like a stiff one. Like, nah, my girl was out here still chilling, had some young dudes serenading her whenever she needed. Her face, literally throughout her apartment, she had mad paintings of herself. I was like, lit. Low key, a lot of those paintings looked like Cardi B. I'm not gonna lie. Are you serious? I was like, they just paint like a random light skin like woman. I, I thought one was Tracy Ellis Ross. Like there was one with her with long hair, I think, in the living room. I was like, is that Tracy Ellis Ross? But then when they came back later on, I was like, oh, that's her. I was like, all right. All right. Surprised it wasn't a Cardi B reference. And I guess the... the oh, cr- was guess. all over it. But I mean, we could just, you know, we, we can get into the argument of where oh, cr- I'm actually say, comes I from. I feel like it came before her. Yeah, I, I figure the, the black male gay community, I think that's where it stems from. That's where it came from? Yeah. Isn't that where Yaz came from too? The black, yeah. black gay men? Yeah. Is that you count know. as uh, appropriation? If, like, if it I say, might be. Yes, it yes. is. It yeah. is right. Like, that, like, does, yeah. I had to stop saying yes because I was around um, uh, my old roommate and his friends, and like one of the black dudes looked at me, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, I, he didn't have to say it, but I was like, "Okay, I get, I get what I did here." My bad, my bad. Like, it was one of those Just instant, telepathically. I it's understand. It's not for you, you. Right? It, it, but it was crazy because. It was everywhere. I remember watching an episode of Broad City, and I think like Alana says it nonstop, and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, she huh. does." Okay, but yeah. also, Mama Do, our friend Mama Do made one of those really good uh, spec script about an intervention for um, her Alana, character. Yeah, on that yeah. show, which I think it's great. She actually liked it. I know it she was read good. it. That was really cool. Yeah, episode. that was cool. That's how they really would have liked that motherfucker do that. Word. Episode. Anyway, back to this movie. It was cool. We got to see her be assholes to everybody. We got that super yeah. cool moment of her walking downstairs, getting her coffee, had the super dope car. You know what I mean? Uh, which was great, and then we see her yeah, at the with office. The butterfly doors, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was she was chilling, but it was crazy. I couldn't tell what kind of car it was though, because was the symbols taken off of it. Like I know it's supposed to be like a Lambo, but I couldn't tell. It was I, rich people shit. That's all I knew. It very yeah, rich people it shit. Rich I wouldn't people. be able to tell. 
I can't tell what cars uh, look like. But it was so cool because when you see, because you get to see the juxtaposition of her living situation and then with Issa's. Because like yeah. Issa's shit was like, I know she's supposed to be like the broke assistant, but her stuff was very zen, very like. Her apartment was job cool too. First you know of all, I mean? that apartment was huge. Yeah. For someone who's <laughs> an a, a, like poor assistant mm-hmm. or like I you know so struggling too. artist, I was like, where you get this? But she's also in Atlanta too. I don't uh, understand. Like we we get ripped off here in New York. What is the currency? Yeah, we yeah. get we get ripped off here from man. New York to Atlanta. Like what can a, I get? I don't have a comparable place, but the, but there's there's more room other places. Yeah, New York. Like, we just, man, we just get it's, got. everything's too small in New York, but in other places. Makes like no sense. Places that are not very expensive are very can be very big. Makes no sense. Ugh. But I love I loved her apartment. I love seeing her just ride her bike to work. Uh see her with the donut guy on the food truck. I mean, I thought all that stuff was cool. I loved it like he took his daughter to work because one of my coworkers just brought his daughter to work. Uh, is a black guy and our office really isn't it's kind of diverse. But when she came, she had, you know, we got snacks and shit in the office. And so she's like, which one can I try? And he's like, you whatever you want. He's like, she's like, all the snacks. <laughs> and I was like, hey man, there's some hidden snacks up in this other cabinet. She's like, there's more snacks. And it was just like, it was just like, it was just cool seeing like a little black girl being like, huh. Ah. And she was in TV and looking at this daughter, who the dad says, yeah, I had to bring her here because the bullies are so much at school. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy because bullies are, yo, man. I, I've had people say like, oh man, we got bullied back in our day. Kids got tough enough. I'm like, no, man. If you remember bullies, that means you probably would never want a kid to be bullied. I remember mm-hmm. like kids were ruthless at my school, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, uh, like I, there's so many. <laughs> I, I'm talking like I remember. I remember like they would put like the the traditional thing you see on TV, like oh, put a geek in the um, <clears throat> in the closet. There was this kid who in high school they would put in a trash can and then put the top back on it. I remember it. And the thing is. We used to call him Urkel. Well, yeah, they used to call him Urkel and his brother Stefan because they looked like twins. But were they twins? But one was very cool looking. Like, literally was like Urkel and Stefan. <laughs> like, straight up. One was very, very cool looking. And and, and Stefan never helped out Urkel. Uh, ah, man. That's, you gotta, that you gotta, sounds like I a mean, lot of family you therapy. You got to protect yourself. <laughs> I wonder where they at now. You got to protect yourself. It was. It was like, protect. It was like, yo, he's definitely trying to protect himself. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. I don't know. When I was in middle school, I was like... There was one time we had to go on a school trip and the the caveat was you had to wear your uniform in order to go on the trip. Well, there's a lot of kids in class who can't afford oh, to uniform. go get a uniform. You know what I mean? Oh. And and the teacher who whoever like came over to pick us up from class and was like, "All right, well, either some of you go because you have your uniform on or none of you go." And I had my uniform on and I was like, "I'm not going to go." Mm. I don't want to go if they can't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I went back and sat down. You know, my little yeah. moment. Yeah. I had my little activist moment very young. Everybody else went, didn't they? <laughs> and these bitches left without me. <laughs> they went on the fucking trip. What was I the trip was to? so tight. What was the trip to? I don't know, the museum or something. But you didn't get to go. They no, I was mad. <laughs> Yo, wait, did they you, didn't have a good time. Did you have any friends who didn't who couldn't afford a uniform? Like, did you get to hang out? Or were the people like, you didn't even fuck with, but you were trying to be nice? Like, did you like like any of the people without a uniform? Yeah. Okay. okay we all right. like we were all cool. Okay, that's true. I mean, there was like uh, growing up in the Bronx. There's a lot of diversity within like cultures. Okay. So yeah, there's that separation. Like, if you're from, everyone's mostly from the Caribbean. So like, 
are you Trini? Are you Jamaican? Are you like Dominican, Cuban, Puerto Rican, whatever? So oh, that's cool. I mean, there was a lot of that. Uh, you should have a Bronx party, yo. I don't uh, think La you want to go. <laughs> I went. I used to go to La Marina. Ah, uh, the good place. That's not the Bronx. Is that not the Bronx? No. <laughs> Shit. That's in the Heights. Yo, the okay. Heights. And that's Wait, mad so she, Dominican. <laughs> yo, it's been like the the Heights. Yo, La Marina used to feel like miles, like two hours away from me when I lived in like uh, Harlem. I was like, I can't. Well, where the fuck are we going? R.I.P. La Marina. We still haven't gotten to. She's still not little yet. <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's get into a little. All right, so so look, she comes, she gets to the office, meeting everybody in the office, and then this is where like the son, the guy's daughter comes in, and she's actually trying to defend Issa Rae, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy, and she puts a little hex, yes. puts a little hex on her. <clears throat> it's funny because when she first does the, uh, I wish you a little, so I would check you. And Regina does the whole I'm dizzy. I thought she was doing it to make fun of the That's kid. That's what I thought Me too. Me too. I was like, she was like, uh, Me too. You thought. <laughs> I thought she was coming. Well, what a bold move to that, make that real. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make her like really. Because yeah. when you watch the trailer, you're like, there's no way anything happened when she did that. Like, yeah. Right, like, yeah. You feel like she goes home and everything's fine and blah, blah, blah. But like, <laughs> she was dazed for a full minute, maybe. Yeah. After. yeah. I thought that was so cool. And then Issa Rae being like, you good? What's going on? <laughs> and I just and again, man, Regina got to be funny. You, you, you out of like, and she just kept like making jokes and she like stumbled off. I was like, man, this is great, man. Just make these jokes. Like, that was so cool to me, yo. Uh, and then, you know, she wakes up and she's little, a little kid, a little, little kid. Also, does anyone wake up, does anybody wake up and start moving around without looking in the mirror at all? Look, they, yes. they do this really? They do this twice yeah. in the movie. They do this twice in the movie. And honestly, it feels weird to watch it in a movie. But I definitely, there are times that I, I mean, obviously, you, everyone has seen me in real life. So there's definitely <laughs> times, <laughs> definitely times that I leave the house and having never looked at a mirror. And I, and uh, it's bad. I shouldn't. Should I mean, never is a strong word. <laughs> but I don't get out yeah, of bed no, and immediately like, look in the mirror. Well, before you leave the house, you look in the mirror, right? Yeah, yeah. but like, one, like maybe once, but then you forget. You might forget. You might not realize. You might, you know, be yeah. like, oh, what do I look like? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, because when she walked downstairs as a little kid, only thing I laughed at um, is the first time when she was adult, Regina, she just pushed that random boy. Yo. <laughs> I'm like, why she just pushed that? And then, the, and then the kid pushes her down she, and she falls completely oh over man. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, 
when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning Today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working... But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. I will say um, I was I was a little shocked by that kid pushing her back because so I was like, hard. Hey, you and your mama never taught you any exactly manners. How are you gonna hit a girl back? And then he giggled and went on the elevator. He giggled. I was like, man, whoop his ass. I was like, come back, whoop this kid's ass. But I will say, um, I love the commitment. Like to me, yo, to me, mm-hmm. Marcy's commitment to being an adult was so perfect because the way she held that purse and her arm out this whole fucking movie, yeah. yo. Was such a bougie little kid. I was like, this is great. She never not hid that arm out. I was like, yeah. this is great. This is so great. Um, her, I mean, her, her, just talk about her. Her performance in this movie was so cool to me because, again, this character was close to Diane mm-hmm. on um, Blackish. Yeah. And it's so funny because this season on Blackish, um, probably maybe because this movie was coming out or just, you know, they're letting other people get their shine, her characters have had has had harder moments. Like there was one episode where, um, cause Diane is like one of the darker skinned, mm-hmm. one of the kids. Uh, she took a class photo and she was too dark where you couldn't see her in the photo. So wow. her parents were like pissed. And then she didn't want to make a big deal about it because she's like, she didn't want to kind of recognize what was happening. 
but she knew what was happening. And I'm like, that is such a a, a hard thing to portray um, uh, on screen. And to see her in this and see her be a kid acting like an adult. But also, man, it's something really cool this movie did is they treated her like a preteen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, there were moments where like, my girlfriend was like, uh-uh, she can't be wearing that. Like, this outfit's too cute. Too cute. Like, it's too cute. But I'm like, man, when you 13, 14, yeah. you kind of are trying to get into the... The I want to be cool, like as a dude. Like I remember, that's when you would start going to the gym. That's mm-hmm. when girls would start doing such and such. And they always let her have those moments. And I was like, mm-hmm. that is very cool. You know, you're acknowledging she's a kid, but also that she is a growing, growing woman. Mm-hmm. Like, look at y'all being respectful to her. I was like, I just thought that, and the fact that like she came up with the ideas, like this shit is crazy. Uh, and then yeah, you know. and like and think and specifically thinking about all of that that you just said, like they did a really great coming. Th- coming up with this movie or deciding to do this movie is genius for her because she has been playing Diane on Blackish for five, six years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like uh, her, her role on that show is like the 30 year old child. That's essentially who she's been playing for yeah. the last, mm-hmm. you know? So she like is perfect to play. Like this is the perfect kind of role to play, to introduce her to an even wider audience. And it's like, and she does such a great job and she has more she has more to do obviously in this because um she's playing an actual adult in a kid's yeah. body mm-hmm. like yeah. it's like it's such a it was such a perfect setup like it's really smart um it's it's really smart from an artistic standpoint yeah and yeah. you also got Issa like Issa you think about it Issa's like a big kid yeah and she this she was like, like a perfect movie. like uh counter to, to 100%. Marseille 100% and she can play so well with like well, I feel like a lot of her stuff was ad libs too, but mm-hmm. she can play so well with like feeding off of the character, yeah. going back and forth, having that tit a tat. Like, and it was cool because I didn't think she she was I, very thirsty, super thirsty. <laughs> like, hey, you know, uh, my name uh, is April, begins with an A, uh, but available, available uh, but not desperate. <laughs> it was so. You know what it was? What this movie did to me, and I didn't think about it right now. It's like it took two characters. From TV that we all knew and kind of just place them in the movie together. Because, mm-hmm. like, this was definitely Diane, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, from Blackish, but this was also definitely Issa from Insecure. Like, mm-hmm. how she says little things, like, I mean, I'm here, you know, like, mm-hmm. not all together, but trying to get it together. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was like, and it was the first time I felt like I've seen Issa frontline a movie. Like, they basically were co stars. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like she hasn't been. Yeah, in films like that, really. I remember her in The Hate You Give, but she had like a quick scene in that. And I don't remember any, yeah. any other one leading. Uh, but that was cool. Amy had some belt. They gave him a shine in this, too. Yeah. I was like, look at this. Yeah, and and <clears throat> and he's been around for a while. And, like, I think that's also why it was so fun to see him in this. Because it's like, he he was he was fun and he was funny. But he, but he wasn't, like... I feel like there's a, a thing when comedians are uh, introduced... Uh, in this way or like or like uh, have have a feature in this way where it's like they have to be like super fast talking or like mm-hmm. their energy has to be like super manic for some for 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 no reason uh-huh. right uh, and it was cool that he got to just sort of be like a chill dude in the office but like was cracking jokes the whole time I thought that was that was great yeah he got he got and he got he got to be the, the cute little because it's my thing I'm the like, love interest he did and I think I want to skip around a little bit so we just don't get stuck but it was so funny because when they when, you know, Issa goes to uh, uh, the house and she's like, oh, shit, it's you, whatever, whatever. And they have to get like have to enroll her in school. 
when they show the handsome white dude, I was like, yo, man, if this dude becomes a love interest, I will lose <laughs> my goddamn mind. I remember I being like, yo, they better. Because the thing is, like, in these rom-coms, even before this movie, they had a, a trailer to uh, Mindy Keelan's movie. She has a movie called, like, Late Night or something like that. Yeah. And it's about her being a woman of color in late night TV. But then there was a couple shots of her, like, making out with her love interest. Like, how are you going to be, like, the white dude again? I was like, the, mo- the movie, the movie is about you being, like, why is it? Why is it every time it's like when we cross over or whatever, or we're trying to cross over, love interest can never be a person of color. You can never have two people of color lead the rom-com. You know what I mean? Like, it drives me fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, but if thinking about thinking about specifically that scenario, it's like what are the what are the chances that the other people that she's around are other people of color because she's in a position where she's only moving up around other white people. Right, and so yeah. like That's the chances of her falling in love with a white with a white person are higher just because like you you tend to Unless you're like dating or or what have you, you tend to fall for people that are close to you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Let me, I get what you're saying, James. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I just don't like it. But anyway, I love <laughs> when she goes to that school and like every interaction um, Marseille has with this adult dude is hilarious to me. It's just like, oh it's my god, so uncomfortable. That whole it's, segment. Oh my god, and it went on longer than I thought it was going to go on. They it let, was they very let uncomfortable. All of those moments. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> they stretched all of those moments out, and they were great every time. <laughs> and he, like so when she says at one point, like because the part in the trailer everyone sees is like, "Yo, you feeling what I'm feeling?" That whole thing. But afterwards, when she goes. Teach me something. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yo, I was just like, she's really good at acting grown. Like, I was just like, this was too grown. I was like, little girl. Like, I could not separate the fact that the actress, you know, is flirting with an adult. Adult That was so, oh, that was so weird. But also, like, I don't know. It was also funny, especially when she went to get her Postmates and she's like, what she said oh, to I'm him? I'm done chasing you. <laughs> right? I'm done chasing I'm done you. Chasing. Look, I'm done chasing you. <laughs> it was later that same day. This, like, what? Later the same day. First off. It was that afternoon. <laughs> done chasing like, you. I'm done, and then she gave him like a speech. I was like, I'm done chasing you. Something about like when you meet a good woman or something like that, you should just know. And I was like, yo, you just coming at my, first up, you a little ass kid just coming at this grown ass man like that. What she said, that's Bible. Yeah. Like, shutting this dude, shutting this dude and dipped off. I was like, this shit is hilarious, man. Teach me something. Yo. Yeah. I'm actually glad they didn't make him her, like, whose love interest did you think they were going to make I thought him? it was going to be. I thought it was going to be hers, but then she would like right. come back as an adult. Right, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was going to come. Oh, I see. I, that was the that was the stranger way to go. I was thinking oh. that it was going to be like that would have been too strange for me. I was like, I felt the same thing, but it was like, okay, there are two options. One is. Uh, she comes back and is in love with him and that feels weird because she was a kid when she knew him. The mm-hmm. other was like if he became like Issa's uh, uh, love interest. See, they had Tone, yeah. Tone was here for that. Yeah, yeah. They were two geeks. But, exa- but exactly. That already felt and, too but, strong. But we had, we had um, Luke James for for um, yeah, for, for, for Gina, but, Gina. I, yeah. but I thought Luke James was going to be like eye candy and then she was going to like fall for the right. teacher dude. That's what I thought was going to happen. I'm happy. Wait a second. In big, did he have sex with that woman? Yeah, yeah, he did. That was, th- this is why this movie's better. This movie's oh, better no. because <laughs> exactly. There's 
Did you just not realize that? Oh, it's no. Like, you can't do that. You can't have a little kid have sex with a grown woman. You can't. Uh, you can't do that. Oh, okay? no. And you have to. And every time it got anywhere near close to literally anything, they shut it down immediately in this movie. Yeah. Because, it, because you can't do that. Oh, my because goodness. Because that's wrong. She was a straight up alcoholic. <laughs> like oh, trying to, no. Well, you know, like. The stigma is so different for men and like younger men and older women yeah. as opposed to like. But then when she older runs, men. when she chase, when she comes to the house after, at the end of the movie and sees that he's a kid, yo, that's a traumatizing ass movie. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yes. let's stop that's talking good. about that one. Oh man, I used to like that movie. That's crazy. I just realized that. Anyway, uh, so we had it happen. Uh, uh, Issa has to take over the meeting. And this, and, you know, her big goal is she got to like stand up for herself. You know, she's a pushover. She got to be like strong. You know what I mean? She doesn't say she accepts no. Whereas like Regina's like, yeah. I never accepted no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Only because you hinted on it, Karen, you hinted on it earlier. I do see the in TV because we do these pod, the podcast and TV and movie and even we have to write stuff. I feel like there's a bunch of different tropes, right? For black women. It's either like super sassy, mm-hmm. super angry, super sexualized, right? Mm-hmm. So it was something to see. It was something interesting to see Issa in this movie trying to find like her voice, which is something I feel like I personally, as a as a dude, I rarely see black women try to just find their voice. It's either mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm an asshole," or yeah, or like I'm you like already sassy. know who you yeah, are. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was yeah. cool to see that. But is there something like, and this is not speaking for all women, but just maybe you know, like, is there something to like always trying to? Uh, what's the best way to put it? I feel like as a dude, sometimes I always would try to like uh, make sure I can get my point across without being an angry black man. Mm-hmm. Like, is there like in your life and in women's life, is it something where it's like you're trying to do the same thing? Like, I'm trying to get my point out, but it's always a struggle of like, can you say it without being angry, but then also not being a pushover? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's like, that's always the balance, right? Like, as much as you say like a please or thank you or something like that, everyone's going to interpret tone and you can't, you can't like, you can't worry about how other people are going to take your message. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like for a black woman, um, it's hard because I, I go through this a lot when I'm producing my own stuff or like having people come and help me get some stuff done. It's, it's difficult when you're trying to delegate and be like, can I get this? done by a certain time and mm. not sound like an asshole. You know what I yeah. mean? But then it's like, do I got to bring the claws out? Because if you want the claws, I, I got those to too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's something I, I, I struggle with, but I think that there is room for an, a, a character like Issa Rae, where she, Issa Rae's character, where she's just trying to find her voice over time. And they gave her the space to do that. Yeah. I really like that. Cause yeah. I mean, we we don't all know, like, we don't all come out the womb, like, having an opinion and being opinionated black women, right? Yeah. You go through life like everybody else, and you have your experiences that shape who you are. Some people are a little more aggressive than others. <laughs> well, it's interesting, because I saw this movie, and I, I, I started looking up who wrote it and who directed it. I'm like, man. Right, two women. Two women. I was like, because there was a lot of nuance. Like, there were mm-hmm. certain things that, like, and, and I'm forgetting now, like, when Issa and Regina would interact. And James, how you were kind of saying that, uh, you know, this, 
there's definitely improv, but it didn't feel like you just let them go haywire. Mm-hmm. There's a couple lines every now and then that they would just say, like, uh, uh, when Regina, was she a kid? Yeah, I think when she was a kid, she was talking about East's Edges. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Like, there was, like, so many little subtle yeah. jabs that I was like, oh, this is... Even as the most woke dude, yeah, I would never know to write that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. She said, "How do how do you expect me to to pay to to listen to a woman who takes so little attention to her edges?" Like, <laughs> that was wild. It was, like, <laughs> it was where did it come from? Like like where did that line come yeah. from? But that's such a it came out of nowhere. It was great. <laughs> but that's such a black specific. Like that, mm-hmm. my aunt would say that to somebody. My yeah. aunt would definitely come in if my little cousin was coming in, her hair wasn't done. Uh uh-uh. uh, what's your kitchen doing? Talking about the back of her head, like she, yeah. like that is definitely a black woman thing, and it's like that was those little nuances that I like about that. Can yeah. we get into hair a little bit? Yes, please. There was, I feel like there was so many like underlying like messages about mm-hmm. hair in this film that kind of like I don't know, like just the way that when she's younger she has a fro, and then when she glows up she has you know the silk press. Oh yeah, yeah. it's kind of like when you reach a certain level of success you got to get that shit silk pressed out because if not you know you're not going to be whatever respected or like businessy or whatever i mean Issa ray's character was all natural the entire time which i appreciated i did not believe that she could not do that little girl's hair i was like this is um yeah it made no sense but it was so funny (laughs) this don't make sense to me but okay and then the kids keep throwing stuff in her hair the way that the way hair is used in this film Mm -hmm. is just like Every single time they wanted to belittle Marseille's character as the oh, as the yeah. little version, they would try to pet her hair. They'd try to touch her hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so funny. many white and what kids. Was, what I what was oh, fun about point. that was like even it the kept teacher. happening, and but they didn't acknowledge it. Like they didn't go. She didn't. She would like move a little bit, right? You know, and she would like look at them a little bit or yeah. like roll her eyes. But it was never like yeah. don't touch my hair. Da, 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 da. It was like oh yeah, she's a she's a little kid. Like like she doesn't have a. They're just going to do it. The adults are just going to do it. I thought that was great. Yeah, and you're right, because even... I remember one point very vividly of them making fun of her hair when she first goes in, and in the next scene when she comes back with the glow up, her outfit's different. And yeah, she has like a, a little, little bump, little bump, a but little it's like... A snooky bump. Her hair is still the same, and she yeah. was like rocking that shit. And I was like, it is something to that, man. I Damn, agree. I didn't think about that. I, yeah. Because even when she was when she was adult Regina, the one thing I kept saying I liked is that she was a businesswoman, but her hair was like a different color. So it wasn't mm-hmm. just like it had to be blonde. It was like she's like punk rock. Yeah. So it still was cool. You know what I mean? She still had some type of like swag to her. I was like, oh, yeah. that's great. Dang, yeah, that's true. But it was just like it was just a weird like power move to have so many different people try to touch her hair at the same moment they were disrespecting her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like disrespecting her cause she was little or just, dis- yeah. you know, like her age. That was so like, Oh, that triggered me. Yo. No, I mean, that's, that, that that's very interesting because I, I was reading these articles about black women and hair. Uh, and they were saying like anytime, well, what the article was saying, one of the conclusions was, is that one of the things that uh, this woman in particular hated about it is that it felt like uh, she was an object, even if black men uh-huh. did it. She was like, it almost feels like no one respects it to a person. It always feels like you're an object. <laughs> and you can touch an object. What did she say? She's like, you can pat... She's like, you can... Oh, there's it. You can pat a dog because technically, as the owner of the dog, the dog could be considered your property. She's like, 
if you're dating, she's talking about black men. If you're dating a black man and he just starts petting your hair, it's like, oh, this is almost another type of. I see Karen's face is literally frowning right now. It's I'm literally just frowning. Like, it's I qu- just, oh, like, it's just so many ways that, like, black women are treated as objects. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, just in the world in general, but like in this movie, when those little things happened, I was just like, oh, man, oh, this, like, it makes mm. me so angry to see it happen because I'm like, and they don't acknowledge it, which is fine, but I also think. You know, it's that part of that bit, you know, was for black people and for white people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was a bit to be like, oh, haha, look at what, you know, non-black people do to like black people. But also for black people, like, yo, this is what be happening to us. Yeah, because she definitely gave him a little look every now and then, which was crazy. I mean, I loved how she interacted with the other kids, too, the other mm-hmm. geeky kids. And I kind of liked that they were, like, you know, a black kid who stuttered. Who I think is Young Mufasa in the new Lion King movie? I think he's a Young Mufasa. Um, young Mufasa? Sorry, Simba? sorry, Simba. Sorry, Simba. Young Simba, Young Simba, Young Simba. Uh, oh, uh, he was so cute. I know. He got a voice on him. He does. Oh, where is it? Yeah, but I think I love, uh, yeah, yeah, he is. He's um Young Simba. Uh, I loved I loved him. I loved that the talent that the little Asian girl and little white boy was just dancing kind of well. Just flossing. Just flossing. And the thing is, like, they weren't even perfect dancers. I was like, man, good for y'all, man. Just y'all just out here just trying to like Yeah. Oh, they were a mess. It was great. Yeah, like, y'all just it trying to live your best life. But this is my thing. This is the one the one thing. Um uh and as and as we jump around, it's like when I understand she was a kid, but when uh Marseille tells the kids, yo, don't do this, it's gonna ruin your life. Like, you know, it's social suicide. I remember, and I, I put this up to you, James, before. I remember, like, volunteering at schools and doing career days. And I remember I've only gotten one argument. And I feel embarrassed about it because I got an argument with another guy. It was in the Bronx, as a matter of fact. And it was this dude who was telling these kids he wanted to be a writer at one point. But had to double down and just get a job. So he became a lawyer. I remember him just telling these kids about, like, sometimes you want to do these things. But, but then you just got to, like... Basically, like, play it safe. And I was like, yo, these are kids who are in sixth grade, maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, you're literally telling these kids at such a young age to not dream, mm-hmm. to just just get a job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember we got in a huge fight. So the fact that that was a part of this movie and she addressed it and fixed this situation. Yeah. Because that was a very, even though she was a kid, that was a very adult thing to do. Adults often will, like, take away kids imaginations mm-hmm. their, their their dreams like i remember like even now as a person who does entertainment i remember everyone who was not supportive mm-hmm. like I, I remember everything they said yeah. i remember almost everything they were like them trying to help but like really not and even what they're saying now it's like oh man we always knew like no you didn't nigga. like I, yeah, I, I, remember, yeah. I remember conversations and it's like it's yeah. so interesting to see and it happens to black and brown kids a lot it's like yeah. they will like tell you hey what you're dreaming is cool but that's not the dream that you should chase. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You need to be more realistic. You need to get this job. You yeah. need to like protect yourself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I love that she went back to that school and like one, jazzed the kids up, got them cool outfits, mm-hmm. gave them some off-white sneakers, hope they get me some. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like actually build up kids. I, man, I'm telling you, you go to these career days, man, people will talk to kids based on how they live their life and they're like, if they feel like they had to take a short change, it's like you're going to push that to a kid like, Fuck you, man. That's a lot of what, like, adults do. That's that's why it's so nice to see, like, in this movie, an adult becoming a kid and having that recollection of, like, nah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yes. What I did did not work for me. Like, I don't know. 
Because that's the cool part. It's like, yeah, man, it was so it was so nice to see her take the kids, uh, like dress them up a little bit. It was so funny they had that whole Instagram scene, which was very young. Her pe- trying to pierce the kid's ear. Yo, that was a little. That was a little aggressive. <laughs> I was like, because you got to realize yeah, that's that an kid adult. Definitely has an infection. Yeah, <laughs> like that's an adult. First off, that was an adult who did that to him. You know what I mean? Can't forget that that was an adult who did. That. He was full on bloody with bloody. a diamond earring. Bloody. I did not think it was gonna go that far. Uh, bloody eared. Uh, I do love like all the Instagram posts they had, which were like very fun, safe, and cute. But then. I don't know, man. It was it was cool seeing uh, uh, the young black girl just like dressed in like cool clothes that were like mm-hmm. age appropriate. Like she had the the platform rainbow shoes at mm-hmm. one point. Like, oh, this is this is something. Like, if I had a daughter, I'm like, you gotta go. See, you gotta go see. This. Yeah, you know. What yeah. I mean? And you were talking about and you were talking about this particular sequence earlier and about like <clears throat> how it was just great to see like the the amount of money that she had and like yeah. rich black people. Like this, I felt that exact same way mm-hmm. in, in this scene because it was just like, and it, granted, like we're also seeing like a little kid doing it, so there's like a fun like Richie Rich almost mm-hmm. aspect to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, but the fact that she like was just so generous, like she just gave all the ki- like she's she's essentially just sat with these kids a couple times and like ha- obviously felt a kindred spirit to them because she was bullied as a kid also. But, like, she just gave them stuff. There was no, like, mm-hmm. she, she didn't even later feel any kind of, like, oh, why did I give all those kids, you know? There was n- none of that. It was just, like, here, you can have whatever you want. And that it was, like, this amazing thing that, like, I don't know, like, as a kid, I, I mean, I saw, I just referenced Richie Rich. Like, that was my, <laughs> that was my example of that, right? Like, yeah. or, like, um, uh, you know, lottery ticket was a little later, but like it's like lottery ticket money is immediately bad. Like it's like after a while, it's like oh, having a lot of money is bad. Like it's <laughs> sort of what mm-hmm. the message of all those movies were. Uh, but it was great that like she could just have money, feel good about it, help people out, feel good about it. Like I thought that was that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that was cool to see like a black woman do that. It's like it, it, it's crazy because you get to see somebody give back, and I think that's one thing that's kind of like at least when it comes to Kenya Barrett's projects, it's like. It is upper middle class, which I think is very cool. It's like I feel like that's a world that we never really get to see. It's like either a black person super poor or just dumb rich. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like you're just like this much, like they did. They, they're so exceptional that they did whatever the hell works. Like it's cool to see people who like can't afford to go on a vacation. You know, like they may not be going on the yacht, but they about to go on a trip. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that's something that's so cool to see. Uh, and then we get the portion of this movie when you know they're trying to save the job. We see Issa Rae. Come up with her idea for what is it called? Discover eyes. Discover eyes. Discover eyes. <laughs> Discover eyes. Uh, which look just like the Harry Potter uh, 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 game that's coming out. You know what I'm saying? I love it. It was like little kids. It was like uh, they had the little wand, and she goes to the donut trick, and a bunch of donuts pop out at one point. Yeah, like, it's so childish. I love it. I think that's what she's working on in the yeah. very beginning of the movie when she's like uh, doing something on her iPad, like before. Yeah. Her uh, Regina calls her, which was a little foreshadowy. Like, oh yeah, true. Oh, this is the app that she's always been developing. Also, hey, these were women in tech too. Oh, word. These are black women in tech. Shout out to STEM. Yeah. Yo, legit. And like, the implications yeah. of this app are wild. Like, the <laughs> app can look at a donut truck and then know <laughs> to pull donuts out. Like, that's a lot, right? Right? Like, isn't that? <laughs> Like, hey, amen. Isn't that crazy? Hey, like, the wand does it, James. It's not just the app. Like the yeah. wand. 
<laughs> but exactly, like that's so. There's so many layers to that. I mean, like again, I don't, I don't know tech at all. But like, <laughs> like you know, the way that they advertise, you know, like like Pokemon Snap is like, or not Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Go is like, oh yeah, there's a Pokemon over here. But it's not like. You look at a garbage can, and then inside the garbage can, there is specific garbage. Like, that is wild, right? I mean, anyway. I think it's cool. No, I think it's cool. I She's mean, really smart. That's, like, a really <laughs> smart thing to be able to do yeah. if she can do that. I love they did that, and I love that when they when when uh, Regina has to make a decision, where it's like, you know, they get in the fight. It's so funny. Uh, uh, Regina comes back. Mikey Day pops up. I'm sorry. Uh, Issa, like, is holding that meeting. Mikey Day pops up and like, it's like, give me the pitch. And like, oh, I want to hear that pitch, right? Regi- Kit Regina comes and she's just screaming at her and they have this fight. And then it's so funny is everyone's looking at this grown woman fight a little kid mm-hmm. and instantly they go, yo, Tone Bell was great in this movie. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> After the fight and Issa Rae quits, he's like, man, who does that remind you of? Hey, yeah, yeah. Go get a bill. Go whoop someone else's kid. You know what I mean? It's just like little jokes like that. It's just like... <laughs> It's like, yeah, what was someone else's kid? It's like, it's so specific to like, I remember seeing, uh, it's like if you're on a train and that's a black person, I'm like, yo, man, they need to beat this goddamn kid. Mm -hmm. Like, this kid is doing the most right now, okay? Someone, the mom or dad needs to handle this kid, you know? So it's always that thought of like, can't I, could I be able, could I ever be able to discipline someone else's kid if they were just so goddamn bad? I remember there was one kid on the train. That's a community thing. Woo! The village. It takes a village. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why I can't wait for James to have a kid, man. Oh, man. Let James See, have I'm a little j- bad kid. No, nope. Stay away from my child. Stay, <laughs> stay away from my child. Oh, man. I can imagine you, it. I can nope. imagine it. <laughs> little bad, little bad James. It's so funny. It's so funny. Because uh, I would imagine, I like, I had this dream that, like, you know, we had to, like, age down. I'd imagine what James's kid would look like and then what John's kid why? would be. Because because I'm like, we had that play Stop movie. Stop doing so I'm, this. I'm just saying. Because John's kid would be a smart ass. Off break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying facts that probably ain't even real, but just mad confident with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> mad confident. <laughs> James would be all innocent. and be like, oh, that sounds right. Like, no, it don't. Aww. Don't listen to this other kid. You know what I'm saying? It'd be great, James. Don't worry. I'll make him cool. Give him like cool shoes. All right. Cool hats. All right. You know what I'm saying? My, my kid is staying away from you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna. <laughs> nope. Why don't you never let me meet uh, Gerard? No, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'd be cool, man. But also, look. The point I was getting at, sorry. The point I was getting at is after this fight is that when Issa finds the little the girl who cast a spell or whatever, and uh, 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 Marseille has the 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 chance to either go directly to where Issa is or go mm-hmm. to back to the kids of the school, and he's like, "Yo, do what you got to do," and she speeds off to the kids mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool because we didn't have to do that whole BS of like her running and all of a sudden realizing oh I made the wrong decision and had to right. go back it was yeah. like no off break she realized the kids were important and then she gets there realizing the kids didn't have enough faith in themselves because they listened to her mm-hmm. so she goes up and kind of does that embarrassing dance but kind of finds her own self confidence until yeah. this little white girl like throws trash at her is that what happens yo this is yeah. what I'm saying. And it's never a No one ever checks this little girl. No, they never do. Yo, that little girl threw some... Tra- and the other kids don't even check this little girl. She does, She does like... 
uh, she crunks in front crunk, of her, like in her face. Yeah, technically that's not even her face. It's the girl next to her. It's the girl it's next to her. Yeah, that was. I feel like they was they were using both of those two girls as like interchangeable, but it was definitely the brunette that was yeah, like the, the evil was one. The mean one. Yeah, yeah. Right. She, she did off. She did crunk in her face. I feel like that was kind of like a get at me kind of she, thing. She, the little girl didn't get embarrassed. Like my thing is, at least like the other kids should have stepped up and defended the geeky kids, like and booed the other ones. I'm like, that little girl, that little white girl's now gonna bully someone else and nothing's happening. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she ain't gonna recommended by nobody. Yeah, that little girl is gonna, she's gonna reincarnate into another little girl. <laughs> like, she's gonna keep it's happening keep going. forever. Gonna... This same Twilight Zone child is gonna be <laughs> bullying people for eternity. The whole time, man, it was so weird. Uh, yeah, but then, you know, they try to, this is the part that made me laugh. Issa brings the little girl who cast a spell and like, she's like, um, oh, I don't know. Like, and then she's like, I don't know why it didn't work. And then she goes to the two white people and tries to make them marshmallows. Yo, <laughs> she tried to make those white people marshmallows. <laughs> you know, there were just little lines like that, which is just only clarification lines. Yeah. It's literally they're only commenting on what just happened yeah. to make sure you know it's funny. Yeah. I like, which is very way, black. I, love, I also yeah, love that the movie chose for it to be like when she does the spell the first time. It works and yeah. she reacts to it, but the second time there's just nothing, nothing, nothing. for no reason. Nothing. She walked off like, like, a like old grandma. She's yeah. like, burr, burr. yeah, and also like <laughs> so the little cute. girl just goes off to do other shit. Like she tries to make somebody. How like, did she get there? I think Issa went and grabbed her, but then she just left and ran up the steps. I'm like, where the fuck's the little girl going? <laughs> That, that shit was great, man. That was great. I, I loved it. I loved it. And then, and then, yeah, then we had the end, man. And, you know, she becomes an adult. And Issa does her pitch. And instantly, Michael Day goes, pass. Nah. That, honestly, that was great. And it was so quick into it. Pass. That was, uh, there was a lot of, like, his, his, like, whole, like, this is how I struggled story. Yo, oh, my Yo. goodness. How many times have we heard that struggle story? Oh my god! Yo, the tip. Oh. But we've never heard it like that. Like I thought that was great. Like he believed so that earnest. that was a struggle. So <laughs> like yeah. I, wanted- I had to go ask my dad for a million dollars so that I could start my company. Yo. Like this is my struggle, same as you. <laughs> like yo, his speech was so good. Like yeah, my struggle was you know I wanted ten million dollars, so I had to get enough to ask my dad, and he only gave me. Five million dollars. <laughs> then I had to go ask grandma and grandpa, grandmother and grandfather. Yeah. And like, and grandpa didn't even know what this was. And I was like, yo, but can I get the money? And like, he gave me, he gave it to me, but I only budgeted it for five, me for $10 million. I was like, this shit is wild. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard those stories. I've had friends talk to me like their life is a crazy struggle. And I'm not trying to judge anyone, but I'm like, yo, if you got enough money to do that, I, yo, uh, I mean, it's all perspective, yo. It's all perspective. You're right. It's all perspective. It's like, good lord. Oh, but I still judge because <laughs> I had someone tell me once. I was talking about how, like, because one, I understand it's real, and when we get famous, I know this is always gonna come back to bite me. And like, the crack epidemic was a big deal. Mm-hmm. We call it the crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was the war on crime started because of that. You know what I'm saying? But every time I hear about the opioids, I'm like, it is bad. Yeah, it is terrible. It is terrible. But every time I see news headlines and like articles, it always looks so sad. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a little baby in front of a brick wall. Whereas if you look at photos from like the crack epidemic, it's like 
a strung out black mom with the baby crying on at her, like her feet. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you know what I mean. Is it is something? That, it's hard for me to separate like how we address certain things, and it's like, and there's a part of that struggle. It's like, oh, your struggle. You think you think mm-hmm. that struggle is crazy, not knowing other people have struggled, and it's ten times worse because we can't even get to that point. Yeah, five million dollars. Shoot. I also thought it was weird for them to use that. Like Issa's telling Rachel Dresch's character, like whatever the ASM, oh, the crack thing, yeah, like oh crack mom, yeah, oh she was a crack baby, yeah, like I was like, this uh, is, I yes, I can see yeah. how it adds a little flavor and it's a little, it was unnecessary. I think we could have not had that. You need the crack baby. I mean, but you know what? Uh, look, <laughs> I don't know. It was funny, but it's uh, it's one of the things where like when I think about Mikey Day's story and it's like that struggle story. Like yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to like downplay people's struggle, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, dog. I know as a person who lives in America, my struggle isn't the same as a person who lives in a third world country. That's just not mm-hmm. what it is. You know what I mean? And I'm like, listen to this shit. I'm like, $5 million? Remember, remember in college, I had to get a loan out for school. Like, that was a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. My friend was like, I had to get, I had to get a loan out for my books. I was like, nigga, that's it? The books? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the books? Anyway. We're at, books are expensive. I, okay, are. yes, books are expensive. Whatever. Anyway, I'm gonna just kind of just Jane. Y- y'all cool? I just want to talk to Hollywood since we're here at the end. You know, mm-hmm. like we you know. Just okay, talk to yeah. You know, uh, this movie Hollywood. Let me talk to Black Hollywood real quick. <laughs> this movie shows that honestly, something that people say all the time is that we can do it ourselves. You can do it yourself. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's like this movie was technically the genesis of this idea was from a little black girl. It was produced by all African-Americans. It was written by two black women, directed by a black woman, and a black dude put it up, did it in Atlanta, which is cheaper, where he makes all his movies. And now not only did you put on this little girl uh, um, who we saw on the TV show, but also like Issa Rae got put on from this movie. Mm-hmm. Regina Hall, who's been around for so long, got to actually tell jokes again. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, people forget that she started off, not started, but like her big roles were comedies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so much has happened, and they did it themselves, yo. They did it themselves. They didn't need capes. They didn't need to, like, save the day from the world being destructed. Like, this movie came in number two behind a superhero movie and be out another superhero movie. Like, mm-hmm. that is such a big deal, and it was marketed to young black girls, which I'm like, well, that movie had marketed to young black girls, for real, for real. Like, straight up. Like, this movie was a straight up. When you look at the poster for this movie, it is three black women on the poster for this mm-hmm. movie. That's crazy. And the thing about it, too, is all three of them look drastically different. Yeah. It's like, and, and to me, like, that is so important. And it's also, this is a good marker for, like, when people are saying, oh, what do we do? I know James hates the Academy Awards. And you know what? I get that. But to me, it's like, oh, man, we're starting to have enough projects. You know, if you have Crazy Rich Asians, we got we got this movie. We have enough projects where, like, people of color can band together and just have our own thing. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to show up to the Oscars no more. We have whatever award show we got. Whereas, like, we got to cast a Black Panther there. We got to cast, like, Crazy Rich Asians there. We got to cast this there. I mean, shit, you got to cast a Tyler Perry movie there. And it's like, yo, we have the spectrum of what people of color can do. And, like, we can have movies that bomb, movies that, like, sell like hotcakes. And we have movies that can be updates of something else that are better than what the original was, which I think is so cool. And not the blackening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes people take a movie that's, like, all men and just make it all women just to do it. Or, like, it'd be, like, a movie that was made with all white people and it's like oh now it's an all black cast and it's like well you didn't need to really do that unless it fit it whereas this movie makes sense and I think yo this is a really really good barometer for what we can achieve and I think yo 
please go watch this movie, people. And yeah. it's young black America too. Like this is like yeah. this is this is a spectrum of black Hollywood. It's like you got the young, you got Issa Rae in the middle, and you got Regina as like who's not even old, but as the legend there. It's right, like yeah. you cover everything. Um, so yeah, that's what I love. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, His Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. Uh, James, you, you good? Yeah, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm good. You know, I don't really do. I don't really do um, bits anymore. Yeah, but I true. agree with everything you just Thank said. Thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I don't do bits anymore. Oh, uh, you don't do no bits no more. Yeah, no, no, no more bits for me. Okay, cool. So, so is it cool? I just go to the end. You're not gonna do you a can bit. Just go to the end. So you're not going because it's like because it's like why even do a bit? You know, oh. like especially if you don't even be, like be understanding like how things work. You know, like. What? I don't. I don't get what that means. But I'm gonna just go to the end because you're not gonna do. I just no, don't. because like, because because like, because because like, if I don't know if Hancock is good, then why even do a bit? Exactly. It's no point. I get it. Yeah, it's no point. Cause like, is it good? Karen, do, did you like? Did you? James, we have a guest. We only do these bits. We have a guest. <laughs> did you? Did you? Do you think Hancock is is good? Cause I don't even know. Do you think Hancock you know is saying? a good movie? I haven't seen it. Damn, James, she can't wow. even get the answer. Shoot. Wow. Guess that bit definitely needs to die. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Is it? I mean, uh, okay. I mean, I, like that's what I said. That's how I started this. I said I don't, I don't do bits. Okay, so, cool. I mean, die, live. I don't do them. I, I, just, I just don't want to start the end and then you start doing a bit. So I just want to make sure. I'm we, not gonna. I'm not doing a bit. Like, is Hancock even good? Like, like. That's, what are we t- <laughs> let's move on. Okay, we moving on. We moving on. All right, y'all. Here on Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. We don't grade movies based on whether we like it. We determine, does it help the cause? All right? So we give it a black fist if we think it helps the cause. A white palm if it was meh. Or we give it nothing if it deserves nothing. And it was other trash, yo. Okay? Other trash. You hear me, James? Other trash. Okay, yes, I heard you. Karen, you get the rules. You get the rules. I got it. Karen got the rules. All right, I'm going to count to three. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because, you know what I'm saying? I've been in the Bronx and I'm trying to learn my Spanish too. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in like, uh, I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to do it in like uh, Spanish real quick because I'm, I'm learning. All right. Okay. Uno. Dos. Tres. We got two black fists in here. What you give it, James? Yeah, we got 49 black fists <laughs> on the West Coast. Well, first off. All that, right. well, okay, Ice Cube. Yeah, I like first of all, that that was that, that accent was kind of crazy, but then forty nine black forty nine. Okay, Carol, you want to say why you gave it a black fist? I think it's perfect representation for young black women to like. First of all, not only take up space, but just like. Be heard, like live in your voice, live in your truth. Don't let people shut you up. And also it's okay to be a flawed black woman. It is okay to be a flawed black woman. We don't get enough of like rich, flawed black women. 
Yeah, I, I think it. I think it's a it's very very uh it's I'm here for it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm here for it. James, what you got? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, we gave it 49 black fists. <laughs> okay, because. All right. I mean, first of all, you just don't have you don't have a lot of movies like this. Like we've mm-hmm. been saying for the last like hour and a half, like it's really great. A lot of funny black people in it. A lot of smart black people in it. Uh, great black women wrote and directed it and produced by black people. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a great message. I think it's a fun time at the movies. And it was number two. It was number two under Shazam and over Hellboy. Like that's amazing. That's a yeah. feat. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you know, like that's why forty nine people burst through the door, you know, and we all put our fists up. Yeah, man. Um, uh, shout out to oh wow, she wrote that too. Shout out to Tina Gordon, mm-hmm. director of this thing. She also directed Drumline, which is also you know one of our faves here too. She directed. Oh god damn. She did ATL, love ATL, um, and then Tracy Oliver, who wrote this thing with her, also did Girls Trip. Oh, um, and the new uh, YA rom-com, well, not rom-com, romance movie. It's like one of the first ones where people of color are actually the lead of one of these damn things, finally. Uh, the Sun is Also a Star, um, starring Yara um, oh. Shahidi and a friend of the podcast, uh, Cameras Johnson. He's like the best whoop, whoop. She wrote that? Oh, wow. She wrote that. She wrote that. She adapted it. Um, wow. She got her start. Let me, before I say this. Wow. She got her start working on a little known show, The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl, created by Issa Rae. Wow. Damn. Glow up together, yo. Glow up together. Damn, that's cool. My thing is this. Like, again, I... like. Both everything you guys said was dope. It was it was great just to see this movie exist, to see it actually be good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To see it be good. And also like this is so cool because again, as a dude, like I don't know certain things, but I just know watching it, I just really wanted to take my cousin to see it. And I think mm-hmm. that was a cool thing as a man to be like, yo, I just know this will this will help her. Because uh, I think it would be so cool to see something like this. Because I think you know now we get to a point where like yeah, representation really, really does matter. Because I think growing up, I didn't realize you know Bruce Willis wasn't black until later in life. I just saw the dude who used to save the day all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, I, I didn't care about race. Where now I'm like, oh, we should be able to see you know a young black girl star in a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be able to have. An equal amount of famous black girls as we have like white actresses, you know, especially when we get to the blonde ones and stuff. So I'm curious to see what happens next with uh uh Miss Diane here. You know what I'm saying? Because like Yeah, and then one so thing I wanna say real quick is I forgot to say this and I have to say it. But any movie that does this is my favorite part of the whole movie. At the end when the when the little kids come and she's grown and she just goes to hug them. <laughs> Oh she yeah. Goes, she them, she does. Any movie that does a thing where it's like they knew each other in a different life like form yeah. and then but then when they're back to their regular form they act as if they I it doesn't it's a it's a very specific thing and so it can't happen enough in movies and I it, it I died laughing. It was the last like minute of the movie and it was so funny. And the East had that comment. Yeah, it's great. You meet those kids you met for the very first time right now that you're hugging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She tells it off break. Uh, this is so uh, funny. Yes. Uh, Karen, anything you want to promote for the people? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I am 
working diligently on mm-hmm. this web series. It's called Bodegaverse that we've finished filming in the fall. I'm currently in post-production, but it is coming out. Uh, our premiere is May 5th. Okay. And so it should be coming out on YouTube shortly after, but go ahead and follow the Instagram at Bodegaverse, like universe, except Bodegaverse, um, and follow our YouTube so that way you can see the full series when it comes out. Do you have a social you want to uh, shout out? Oh, yeah. I'm at the Karen Sepp. T-H-E-K-A-R-E-N-S-E-P, you know, the one and only Karen Sepp, <laughs> Karen Sepp. along with the other million Karen Sepulvedas in South America. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, James? Yeah, you can follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy. Dot com. Third is 3RD. You can follow, uh, well, Braylock's not here, but you can follow him at John Braylock. I believe that's at John Braylock for both Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. At this point in the podcast, this is when John likes to look at old reviews uh, that people give us. Um, I am not doing that because I don't have uh, uh, iTunes. You don't have iTunes on your phone? I don't have iTunes. Well, everybody, you can follow us at uh, Blackman Podcast. Blackmanpodcast.com is the website. Uh, we also have merch uh, that's on Public. And uh, we also have a Patreon. So find us on Patreon. We're BMCJ on that. Uh, yes. Wait, James, I was going to read a fake review. You're going to read a fake review? Yeah, I was going to read a fake review. I'll save it for when. Oh, wait. I'll save it. You're going to read a. F- yeah, I was, was going to go read like, like, uh, like a fake review, like one that could sound real, but now like people know it's fake. So I was like, ah. Okay, let's hear it. Let's let's hear the review. Okay, okay. Are you ready? Oh, wait, I actually wrote it. Hold on, wait, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> should you have told us that it was fake before? <laughs> like, should you have? It's not should, about, should you have just read the <laughs> review? Listen, that's not the point. That's not the point. Okay, okay. hear it from. This is from at all chocolate duck. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's what it is from. Don't ask me how to spell it because that's what it is. Um, I love this. How many A's in that? How many L's? <laughs> wait, oh, wait. Oh, God. It's seven, <laughs> seven A's. Okay. It's two S's, three H's, four C's. Okay. Oh, Shucky Duck. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. And I, I just added an underscore, underscore two. I feel like you need the underscore to let you know it's, it's not the other. You oh, just you added an underscore? Because you know, okay, right. I want to make sure not an underscore. All right. Okay. Uh, this, this podcast is five stars. Oh, man, that's so nice of them. This podcast is so insightful. Man, it's shocking that there are any other podcasts that exist in the world because this podcast is awesome and should be the number one podcast of all time. Oh, what? I saw that you guys mentioned that you can't be NPR on the number one for film and TV. That is stupid because everyone knows that NPR is just public and that is cheating. You right. Oh, Shucky Duck. I love your insightful. Uh, I love your insightful interviews. I hate the transition. You know what? We all do. Wow. Mm-hmm. They said it. They said it. I hate, they hate the transition. They went straight for the transition. They love everything. Hate the transition. They, they, they said they hate the transition. But wish that would wish that someone else would take it on to see if it could be a little bit better. Don't worry, I think we accomplished that today with my transition at the top of it. You know what I mean? Just remember it. Um, You guys are awesome. Gerard's my favorite. Can't wait. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's real. Uh, (laughs) I agree with him. I agree with him on the Black Panther podcast, and especially, especially that crappy comedy movie um, some years back. 
You remember that one? Wow. You remember that one? Blazing Saddles, James? Yes. Yep. This person agrees Dry, with I hate this. So uh, we just say goodbye to everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't know what we're reviewing next week, um, uh, but definitely follow us. Uh, follow us on Patreon. Um, you know, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna help us out, you know, yes. help us go a long way. I got kids to feed, so yeah, yeah, you do. Please, you do. You don't want Jim to have to send his kids to me. Oh, it'd be like um, Fresh Prince. It'd be like yo. My kids are never gonna nope. No, thank thank you. Karen, thanks for being here. Of course. Thank, thank you, you for Karen. having me. All right. All right, y'all. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com. And subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.